What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jackie Ray. And Timmy B. All right, you guys. Welcome to the all-new and improved first podcast for the new show we have here called Press Pass. We are kind of revamping some things. Yes, yes. New scenery, as you yes, can see. New, new scenery, no, yes, new location. Yes, yes. Um, I'm back in the States, if you guys haven't... Yes, she is. Welcome, you welcome. haven't noticed yet. Um, welcome back. Yes, I'm excited to be here. And there's so much going on right now. It is crazy. Today has been a crazy, crazy uh, day. Now. Crazy day. NFL has been going it, it, it has. Uh, Odell Beckham. Now, if you guys follow me on social media, you know I'm on the fumble, and you know that I said, well, at least I thought. I did say I didn't know where Odell was going to end up. If I'm going to be honest, nobody knew where Odell was going to back. Odell was going to end up. But 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 when your general manager comes out, because you know Odell received last year, he got a 95 million dollar contract. 65 million of it was guaranteed. That's a lot of money to put on the table just to say, eh. Right. right. And then to trade him and then leave 25 mil, I mean, just to have pay him 25 mil for 12 games. Right. You know, and that leaves about what, 16 mil in dead money. So, like, that's a lot, you know, for for, for him to be going over there to, to Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, for that. Now, I the thing is, is I've, I want Odell to be somewhere where he is with an elite quarterback I like Baker Mayfield I don't think that he's an elite quarterback not because I I, it's not that I don't think he'll develop into that it's just too soon and um Odell is injury prone and when you have a young quarterback you know the the last place you want to be is over the middle or you you don't want to be Odell the cool thing about Odell is he can catch anything and everything no matter what situation you Timmy knows this as a cowboy fan he he you the best catch in the NFL like thus far against you know any opposing team opposing team Dallas Cowboys the one hander yeah and I have, yeah. he he does it time and time again if you follow him right. on Instagram he lives to catch these these crazy pa- and I've right. always said that when you are playing with Eli Manning, um, you kind of have to. You be able have to, do to that. have that type of crazy yeah. catch, i.e., the helmet catch. But there has Tyree. been. Um, we're gonna get into his trade yeah. in just a second, but I did want to just address the disrespect. And here's the thing: as a former Cowboy fan, if you guys do not know that story, DM me or just comment below, and I will let you know that story. But as a former Cowboy fan, um. You know, you kind of fall in love with Odell, not because he he's in your division, so you kind of hate him. Right. But you fall right. in love with him because of the weird catches and, and things of that nature that right. he does. And I had said for the longest that he makes um, Eli Manning look good. Yes, I would say so. You would agree with that. I would, I would definitely agree with that. Okay. Me, well. even, even though I'm on the a- in the NFC East, I'm a Cowboy fan. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. There, there's no shade, no, no cap behind that. Like, no, that's definitely what it is. Well, there's that very debate going on on Twitter right now, and um, this user named um, NYG Tape Time said, mm. you know, to someone who said basically what I said. He says, um, "Your football IQ is low." Um, the 2013 season debacle was all Reese, not Eli. The O line was 90 percent of the problem. Please go count how many. Different O-line combos the New York Giants started that year. Hint, hint, it's over eight. Um, by the mm. way, Eli made Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. did not make Eli Manning. 
And I would have to disagree with that. I mean, we've seen for, for the longest time called him one of the luckiest quarterbacks in the NFL. I have too. You know, I, he is the yeah. luckiest quarterback. Yeah. Like, I mean, both of I would say both of his Super Bowls were off of lucky catches. But thank you for that because I was very <laughs> happy to see someone beat Tom Brady. Oh yeah. So yeah. thank you. you. You got that off. But I was I was on Twitter to look to see how Odell because <laughs> Cleveland in my mind is the worst place to go. Mm. I, it's just it's just the worst. It you yeah. know. It is. It's, it's, it's is, bad. It is, but it's you bad. Know, you know, considering what has been transpiring these last few seasons with the Steelers mm-hmm. and that division, mm-hmm. it seems like it's wide open now because of now that Le'Veon Bell has. That's another move. Went. But he's gone to. We're going to talk, we're gonna about, talk that. about that in just a second. And Antonio Brown had went to the Raiders, as you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mr. Cray Cray went to the Raiders. But right. I do just want to, real quick, I, I do agree that the receiving core in Cleveland now is great. Mm. And, you know, Baker Mayfield is no joke. I mean, right, his freshman right. year, he started um, 13 games, played 14. He was 310 for 486. For 310 for 486, 63% of his passes he completed mm. and threw for 27 touchdowns. Okay. 14 interceptions. Yeah. But it's, he's a freshman. Nonetheless, you know what I'm right, saying? He's right. a freshman. Are, that, that's freshman stats. Yeah. Um, over 3,000 yards. So that's dope. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jarvis Landry, yeah. he went to LSU, LSU. with Odell. With Odell, yes. Um, called, Caldwell. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. He called, uh, Jarvis Landry says that. The GM, Dorsey, and the first year uh, coach of Freddie Kendricks, his name is Freddie Kendricks, they wanted Odell. Mm. So there was, okay. And then it was said that Odell got a call from the GM of the Giants, Dave Gettleman, said that I'm trading you to the Browns. So it was almost like, it was almost like, it was almost like okay, this is this is what's gonna happen. This, you want Odell, we're gonna give him to you. But Dave Gettleman came out and he said we wouldn't have given him this contract extension just to trade him. He doubled down on that. So this this trade to Cleveland, and I respect Odell because he's been very quiet through this whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah, he's been yeah. and and I respect that, especially since he's been called out so many times for his antics on the sideline, which I love, Odell. I do make fun of you a lot, yeah. but I love yeah, it. He, you know, well, yeah, yeah. You play it, right into the cameras. You time, do, but. and I love it. But I think that whatever you need to do to keep yourself hyped up and to keep yourself playing at a high level of play, I mean, if you need to kick a fan, not a real fan, like, you know, the spinning fan. One thing I want to break down, I want to break down what the actual trade was. because break it down. Uh, Yeah, the break it down was... The Giants received the Browns' first-round pick in 2019, the second, third-round pick this year, and Jabril Peppers, the safety from the mm. Browns. So the Giants pick up, you know, uh, a pretty decent package for Odell. So they do, I mean, but they don't. They still don't. Eli still. You know, he doesn't have. They got to do something in the draft. They got to do something in the free agency because Eli is serviceable, but mm. who's he gonna throw to now? I mean, they they have they have a decent core. Don't but say don't, Shepherd. I'm, Do not say. I'm not saying that it's a it, it's a core that'll beat the NFC East. Okay. Of course, I'm not going. Definitely not. That that actually gave the NFC East like like a like breathing room, like mm-hmm. exhale. That was like, whew. 
we ain't got to worry about Odell anymore. You know what I'm saying? He's not, but, he's not I mean, you haven't had to worry about Odell that much because with the exception of, what, the 2016 season, he hasn't played a full season. Still a threat when he was there. 2015, he did play yeah. 15 games. Yeah, you're right, but, you know, still a threat when he's there nonetheless. Fair. But, you know, and don't don't have to worry about that anymore. But, um, I mean, and he's used to the cold, so he should mm-hmm. be fine, you know. And, right. and Baker, like I said, he is young, and he's he's definitely good. So it's going to be interesting to see. And then these picks that the Giants just, uh, you know, got from the Browns, maybe they can do something in the draft and, you know, and, and, and try to get that Giants team, you know, more improved than they have been these last three seasons. I don't know. But Odell did make say one thing when, mm-hmm. when everyone said that Eli made him. He said, God made me. Nobody else made me. I was given an opportunity to do what God has placed me on this earth to do, and I took full advantage of that again. I repeat, mm-hmm. nobody made me but my moms and my pops and the man above. Thanks for your concern. That's the kind of clap back that you do, Odell. Say it with your chest. That, that, that is the kind That's of clap back that you about. do. You know, oh, yeah. sit down, youngin. Sit on down. I, I love that. I love that. Be humble. Yes. Sit but the down. other thing that I'm really surprised about right now is Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yes. Now, you got to talk bet, about this one. I would have bet cash money. That Le'Veon Bell was going to. Where did you think I was? Where do you? you well, know no, no. Go you ahead know, and just guess. Where do you think I thought he was going to go? I thought he was going to go to Oakland. So did I. I and, did too. And Derek Carr became friends with him on um, on Twitter. On Twitter, they followed each other. Well, he followed he, him. They on followed Twitter. each other. They so did. Is, okay. Is, yeah. So is this is this one of those things where it's like? What happened at the last minute? I mean, because Antonio's I mean, supposed to be in Buffalo. Now he's in Oakland. Okay. Word on the street is. Oh, I love the street. <laughs> word on the street is the Oakland Raiders didn't have literally any cash. Like to. Are they broke. To give Le'Veon for his contract. Like anything that they had. I thought any, the Raiders was, had enough cap space for another max deal. No. As far as what I was hearing on the street is that the Raiders were out of the race because they were uh, they were under the in, they were under the impression that they had no cash mm. like like physical cash to to give him and it's not a salary cap issue it's just like physical cash oh shoot like like, like an R Kelly situation like somebody gonna have to come get. <laughs> Check bounced. Somebody got to come get you kind of situation. Check bounced. <laughs> yeah. Raiders are like, hey, you sure? Like, can you I'll try that again? I'll gladly pay you Tuesday. Right. NFL was like, nah, man. You ain't got the money. I did not so, know yeah, that. Yeah. And so that's the, that, that was the Raiders uh, of, out of that. So the, the next team that I thought he was going to go to was the Dolphins. So because of those tweets when he was in Miami right. last season saying Miami has been real, but I gotta go as of right now. Right. Because, you know, he had to report or just just, just go back. Word okay. on the street is Tyrod Taylor. My and y'all know, like, he has been a quarterback that I have been pulling for since day one. Mm-hmm. And the, and it was one of those things where once, you know, Baker Mayfield hit the hit the field, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's over for my boy. Yeah. It's just over. Because yeah. cause Baker may... And that is what you do if you're if you're in that position. Once mm-hmm. you get your opportunity to shine, right. you take it, you run with it, and Baker Mayfield definitely did that. But the Dolphins could... He, that could be a good home for him. 
Yeah, it, it, it could be a good could. Tyrod, Tyrod can he, he can shine there because they don't they still have Ryan Tannehill I think over there. I mean I'm I, think I mean Tannehill Tannehill has definitely improved. I'm mm. still just not impressed enough with him though. Yeah, yeah um, he's so been we'll, there for we'll so see. long. We'll see. Yeah, but but the NFL the, shouts out to all these trades and the stuff. The team that's going that Le'Veon went to. We didn't even talk about oh, that. Oh, the Jets. Yes. I hate he the, went Jets to so the Jets so much. I can see why he chose the Jets. Why? No running backs over there. Facts. No running backs over there. Facts. And they're they they can be expendable to where they make they may even have a quarter I mean a running back challenge or maybe they can, you know, fight for first spot, but I think Le'Veon will get that hands down. Yeah, but um the Jets aren't that appealing to everybody because I do believe somebody committed to the Jets and then said, you know, I just play Oh, yeah, we got yeah, Anthony Barr, uh from the Minnesota Vikings. He decided because uh he committed to them. And it was, uh, I guess, verbally committed because, like, you know, my word is bond. Yeah, I got you. But, yeah, hold, hold, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to go back home. I wonder how that call goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you don't really care about how the call goes to the Jets, right? Right. But it's the Vikings, it's, you know? Like, yeah. Like, hey. Yeah. Um, what, what you doing right now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, big head. Hey. Oh, not the big head. <laughs> not the big head. <laughs> it was like, uh, I want to come back. But uh, Anthony Barr, he decided to uh, not go to the Jets and stays home to the Minnesota Vikings. So, um, Oh, that's good. I mean, Something stay about home. the Jets that he just didn't want to go to. But, I mean, Le'Veon Bell knows something about the Jets that he wanted to decide to go. So, yeah, Well, was... I, you know, uh, uh, in all of this, one mm-hmm. thing I do want to say is Pittsburgh. Um, you had this running back that wanted to sit out an entire year rather than play for you. You have... Um, uh, Brown, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. His name skipped me for a mm-hmm. minute because all I saw in my head was the gold mustache, and, oh. it, and it confused me. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, he's but, Kanye it, level crazy right now, and and I'm sorry, I said see, it. I said it. He I knew saw his you. worth, and he got his worth, but and he is, he just didn't like to be disrespected. How were they disrespecting him? They th- that they man, paid him, but still, he was hearing things about. The locker room is, you know, things that were said by Ben about, or even okay. on the field. If like, if if I'm your guy, and this was from Antonio Brown. You can hear it on the shop HBO. He says, if I'm your guy, you won't be saying these other things, you know, in in the locker room in the media, or you won't be saying these things to me in the huddle, or you wouldn't be, you knew, well, you would not throw throw me the ball. When I need to have the ball, when it's time to, you know, crunch time, you wouldn't, you wouldn't just be treating me the way you treat me. And I'm gonna disagree. Other, other things, other, other, maybe other things that happen behind the closed doors that we don't know about. I'm gonna disagree with all of that. Okay. Um, and the okay. reason for that is because I, I, I'll give him the pass the ball thing. Okay. If Ben Roethlisberger, and if in, I'm your guy, if I'm your number one. Okay. okay, but some people get demoted. Sometimes your behavior ain't number one, so now you you not you still my guy, ah. but you ain't been acting like my number one, okay. so I can't treat you like that. That's on you. That's not on me. Good point. So what Good I'm point. saying is, yes, if Ben was if he lost some of his professionalism, if he couldn't keep personal feelings off the field and still play ball and and get you the ball when necessary, you have that gripe. Okay. Aside from that, you have zero gripe. Ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback of that team. It is his job to lead that team. If he has beef with you, he should say it in the huddle. He hmm. should say it in the huddle. He should True. call you out True. in your face 
not only because uh, I can tell you was already getting beside yourself. I don't even need to. I don't even need to hear the details. I can see it on your mustache. Yeah. Um, when she died back black. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. yeah. But he, you were definitely getting beside yourself. And Ben has to set a precedent. He has to let. He has to let them know. At the end of the day, this is my team. He's Big Ben. He's my. This is my team. So. When Antonio Brown hears that that's Ben's team and they're referred to as his kids, uh, how, who, would, how would that make you feel as how Antonio old is ben? Brown? I don't know how old Ben is. Okay, but I, I don't know how old Big Ben is either, but I do know this. Um, when Ben Roethlisberger hit the field, Antonio Brown was still in school. But now you're in an NFL team of the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay. and now we're amongst men. Right. So when but do you think so, that? Do yeah. you th- I call I call the Lakers kids. Do you think that LeBron LeBron says it all the time? You know, these kids are doing this, these kids are doing that. I don't think it's a level of disrespect. I think I'm old as hell. Y'all not. I think we just live in a time, okay. and I don't know the context okay. of what that what that term was said in. Um, okay. I know that from what I've seen, because Antonio Brown also got on on. TV and called Shannon Sharp, who had your back the whole time, a coon. So you clearly are incapable of taking constructive criticism in a way that will benefit you. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you can't, because what the, no, none of us need a yes man. And it sounds like to me, Antonio wanted somebody to be like, you know how crazy you acting? It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You, you, you still good. No, you you crazy. Yeah, but so he, I'm just saying he, I he can't can do it over in and, Oakland you know, now. Let's I, see what Gruden's gonna say when he's over there. Let's Gruden ain't Gruden gonna say got. nothing. Gruden been getting it wrong since he landed in Oakland. <laughs> but man, no but yo, yo, shouts out to Le'Veon. Shouts out to Odell. You know yeah. all, all the other you know NFL players that got signed to free agent to teams. Man, all right, but well yeah. we gonna move on. Um, the playoffs are out Listen, for, yeah, the for the Lakers. It's over for us. Yeah. Um. I but, think I think we can move on to another team that that that's in the Western Conference. Okay. We, I think we can move on to the the OKC Thunder because you know my other my yeah, other yeah. half a third of my heart belongs to to Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. You know I love mm-hmm. him. Um. So OKC beat the Jazz ninety eight to eighty nine on mm. Monday night. Yes. On Monday yes. night. Yes. Uh, in in Utah. Got the W. Yeah, but it wasn't without some controversy. Yes, yes. Uh, Russell Westbrook was on the sidelines, uh, and one of the fans was heckling him. And from from what Russell Westbrook says in uh, in his interview, that uh, it was something racist, and and the social media is always you know buzzing, and then the words were said from him from the from the heckler was. Get on your knees like you used to. So Westbrook took that as a racial slur or something derogatory, something racial, and Westbrook didn't take that kind, and he pretty much threatened let him. Yeah. have it. He said, and then take- everyone knows, and I'm going to say this, everyone knows if you're a person of color and someone says, on everything I love. Oh, it's 
about to go down. It's about to go down. You better take heed to what he's saying. So Russell Westbrook didn't take kind to those words. And, um, you know, it was just a whole bunch of, you know, words saying back and forth of what Westbrook was going to do to him and his wife. So before we kind of get into that part, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to play, I'm going to play both sides of the fence right now. Um, get on your knees like you use, like you're supposed to. Is that what he said? Or like, like you're used to. I don't know what the hell used to. I would have cut, he would have got cussed out for sure. Just because Mm. I don't know what the hell, what, I don't know what that means, but it almost sounds more homophobic. It almost sounds like you're trying to suggest that I should that, suck your yeah, or, which yeah. still which still warrants me cussing out and threatening to beat up your wife. Definitely, Fair. because you why, why <laughs> but, would you even say that towards another man? Right. How? But I will say <laughs> this. So I don't know for sure that it was a racist statement or it was a homophobic statement. I will okay. say this. Um, I I have friends. It can be from slavery. Yeah, like some Pulp Fiction kind of. See, again, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things. It was dumb, whatever it was. Okay, okay. I will say this. I have friends who have gone to college in Utah. Um, I have friends who left Colorado, went to Utah. Colorado, Denver's Mm. racist as hell. Mm. Um, I have friends that left Denver, (laughs) went to Utah, came right back. Like, uh -uh, Mm. uh uh-uh. Can't do it. Can't do it. (laughs) I worked with a young lady that was from Utah and her perception of racism and it's non-existent just struck a racist chord in me. Huh. It's not, it's, it, it's that when people say, when people who don't, I'm trying to be as politically correct as I can right now. Bear with me. Yeah. Um, got to be. When people who suffer from acute melanin deficiency disorder <laughs> say, you know, racism huh. doesn't exist. It, that always sounds to me like I'm trying to cover up all the racist stuff in my closet. That's all I hear. Like, right. cause I don't want you to think that I'm thinking what I'm really thinking. So I'm have ah. to say it doesn't exist. So you don't mm. see that I got MAGA hats and khakis, which is the new clan uniform in my closet. Mm. That's what I hear. Mm. So I've never <laughs> okay. personally known anyone to not say that Utah was racist as hell. It's predominantly yeah. it's predominantly right, Caucasian, right? right. Um, and you know, if you if you follow any kind of NBA, you know that in, the NBA players throughout years and years and years have always said Utah is just not a fun place to play. Derek Fisher had a, a situation where his daughter needed eye surgery, and he had to leave the Utah Jazz and go to LA, which he so he went back to LA. Now, when he was on the free throw line, there are pictures, and we can look that up. We everybody can look that up. There's fans in the stands holding their eye, covering their eye, like as if this, you know, it's like make oh, fun making of fun of the fact daughter. that his daughter had to have eye surgery. Now that alone, right there, you know, and then this on on top of that, uh, on on top of what what Derek Fisher did, or what what happened to him, it was just, it's it's just too many too much evidence out there. Yeah. So Way too so much. here's the thing. A lot of people will say. So here's where I'm playing devil's advocate. On the one side, I don't know if it was a racist comment. I, I still, but I fully believe that dude deserved to be cussed out, 100. percent Because yes. it's either a racist comment or it's a homophobic comment. Right. Either way. Both offensive. Yeah. <laughs> so 
And if your wife is mouthing off while I'm talking to you, she can catch these hands too. That's just how it go. Like he said, <laughs> on everything I on love. Everything I love. You know, and and then for the heckler, of course, who was Caucasian, he happens not even happens. He wants to say that he didn't say anything, or you know, he doesn't know why Westbrook says the thing that he says, or you know, giving him these type of threats. It's just playing victim because Westbrook is just not going to come out of the blind air and just say, look, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do this to you. You have to say something. Something. It's a cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Westbrook says what he says because he didn't like what he heard from somebody. Like he had to, somebody had to say something to him. Mm-hmm. He's just not going to come out there and do that. So there also has been some tweets that have been surfacing of this heckler and he is from, of course from Utah of course that we always uh, that we've been saying and it was a tweet from 2018 that I will definitely show you or that we will pull up soon and we will see that it was a statement with a pound sign maga at the end and it was what it, it was yeah the tweet said I can read the, I'm gonna read the tweet cuz I remember it Okay, what does it say? The tweet said, Russell Westbrook needs to go back where he came from. Hashtag MAGA. MAGA. Lord. From 2018. From 2018. So for you to say that you didn't know why he says the things he said to you, or, you know, I I didn't say anything to her, or, or, you know, you're just pretty much denying it. Tweets don't lie, brother. (laughs) <laughs> tweets don't lie you know they're gonna pull them up because that's what happens nowadays in 2019 i'm at a loss for words it ain't safe no more i'm gonna say this safe. again team maga is the new clan i look i know that there's a lot of people in the world who've gotten in trouble for saying that but just because y'all mad about it don't mean it's any less true mm. uh, <laughs> i'm just right. throwing it out there so but that yeah. you know that uh russ i'm gonna say this to you i am really sorry that you had to go through that yes, i am re- i am too i'm really sorry that you go out there because you you are one of the hardest players in you when people say they leave it all on the court yes. you literally leave, leave it, it all, all on, on the court, court. and yeah. i am i just i hate that you have to to do that in front of so-called fans right. who think that you're less than they can't even do what you do. Right. Um, but they think that you're less than just because of the color of your skin. I hate that that happens to you. I, I hate that that happens to any black person in this country. Right. Um, right. if you need encouragement, DM me, I will give it to you. And for the heckler, you're banned forever. I don't like that. Forever. I don't like it. That's what the you Utah know, Jazz has done. I don't and like they, it. They left a statement and says that he's banned. So I don't like it. We're, we're just because go with I, that. here's here's why I don't like it. They 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 find um, Russell what twenty thousand dollars? Yeah, twenty twenty five something like that. Because I just didn't feel like he. I felt like his reaction was justified. I get that the NBA has a has an image that they want to maintain, and when you <laughs> yeah. Telling people you gonna beat their ass and their wife too. I, mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand that. And on but everything I love. On everything <laughs> I love. But, but I, I do believe that, especially now, we have a we have a leader who has made racism okay. And I think that when we mm-hmm. live in a country where this is a league that is predominantly black, 
And you have these people who exist in the world and feel comfortable now because the commander in chief has made it okay and says it's okay and has given you a whole new khaki and red hat uniform so you can wear your racism proudly. You have to fall on the side of the player. You have to. And there Mm. should be no consequences because I'm going to tell you this, as black people, we're getting real tired. And the fact that all that Russell Westbrook did is is say something, I think he deserves a medal. And here's the problem with this whole lifetime ban. How are they going to enforce that? Oh, they, they'll, they'll know. How? You got they facial have, they, rec- recognition in there? They have their ways of, of knowing who he is and, and what I'm he is. I'm assuming so he's a season ticket holder, they can, so they probably revert so to... So they will probably do something like that. And they they got his information down, you know, they have probably talked so, to him. So, so then all of a sudden his his... Uncle Jeff buys a ticket. You and now Uncle Jeff's got these season tickets. How are they gonna know when old boy walks in? This is not enforceable. You thinking about it too deep? Am I? I? Because I here, here's deep. the thing. I would think it's. I, I would think it's too deep because I mean, if they would know, if 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 they want to ban someone, they'll make sure no one gets in. They'll I, make sure look, no one gets in. As a person who's been banned from a few places, I got back in. Just wait it out. I change my hair a lot. I look a little different. He can put on a instead of his MAGA hat, he can put on a Utah okay. hat. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like I've been banned from a few places. But I'm like if everybody's I, up on game, which I don't probably think they are because of you know what's what's going on. If if you if you want to put it that way, people probably will either let him slide or he gonna be back in there. And here's the other, here's the truth of the matter. There's people who agree with him. There's people who think like him and there's people who are going to look the other way when he comes back. That man is not banned from that game. He's not banned from that stadium. And I don't like it. So we gonna move. We gonna leave it Opinions are always appreciated (laughs) on this show. Press pass. (laughs) (laughs) Staying with the NBA, of course. Yeah. So, Um. uh, speaking of, Catching hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, so, hey, somebody out. was catching them over, the, yes. over these few days. Shouts out to Cleveland, because y'all been catching a lot of L's. Yeah. Uh, but shouts out to Cleveland, who who beat Serge Ibaka in them the other night. Yeah, the um, Toronto Raptors. Yeah, uh, mm. but it, especially Serge Ibaka, because he seemed <laughs> to take offense. Hmm. And... Tell them what happened. So uh, they got tangled up. It was a pass thrown cross court. I think cross from court, uh, cross yeah. court from 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 end to end, and uh, they got tangled up. Chris and Ibaka got tangled up. They fall. It seems like Ibaka flops because when they get tangled up, you know, Chris throws his hands up. Okay, you know, I'm I'm over it. I'm off it. Ibaka falls. So Chris looks over and says something. I I would say like you flopping up or whatever, or whatever. Like get up or whatever, you know. So he looks at him, stares him down, walks away. Ibaka didn't take too kind of that and goes and just takes off on him, grabs him by his neck, turns him around, and you know starts to throw some punches. Chris throws a punch as well. Both but, of them miss. But both <laughs> of them miss. And see, when you have a whole lot of other players grabbing you. Your hand might get pulled back, and you and you might throw a punch, and you think it's gonna land, but then your hand gets pulled back, or something happens with another player holds another player's hand back, and then he hits him. So I mean, the punches just didn't land. So I just didn't understand. 
A whole lot of just uh, just, just just a whole lot of testosterone. Yeah. Okay. So Cleveland off of, was, off of one little play. Yeah. Cleveland was winning uh, ninety one to seventy seven in the third. There was like a second left. That's why mm. the long pass. Now this pass was more like a football pass. Like yeah, it was, cross court. Yeah. It was one of those field. Duke, Duke yeah. Christian Leitner yeah, passes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was too high. Okay. And so um, Serge couldn't bring it in. Mm. Now. In Serge's defense, and there's really no defense for this. I'm reaching here. Just, just really know that because I'm really I'm, reaching yeah, here. Yeah, it's really not. Um, but Marquise did. Marquise was the one who initiated the wrap up. I will mm. say that he definitely right. initiated the wrap up. Okay. But I right. mean that it happens. You As know, a defender, it, it, like it, you know, when you play in defense and like you kind of yeah. give him a little on the side where the ref yeah. doesn't see and get him. Yeah. And Serge is big as hell. Can okay. we just can we just own? Oh that? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's got some height. Got some tall on him. Yeah. Got some tall on him. Um, Marquise, like I said, Marquise Chris definitely initiated the wrap up. Um, I don't know if I, (laughs) so here's where I was, we, we must've watched this about 90 times trying to figure out what initiated this fight. The only thing I can think of is there was that moment where, so it was two things. Marquise had this moment where he was trying to get out of the wrap up, Uh which kind of did Push, yeah, Serge. because he kind of threw his hands up. Yeah, but it was so like it kinda, it's like a baby push, right? Right. And then you know, Serge falls, but it's the stare down. And then whatever he said, I don't know what he said, right, right. but he said it in this right. whole like bad boy. Yeah, what like, you gonna yeah, I'm do? Bad. What you gonna yeah. do? <laughs> right. I did it, and what? And what? Tell your mama mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Right. But so then Serge yeah. gets up to throw a punch at him. And did the first one, uh, the, the choke the first, land. Yeah. Now, the, the choke, he the, got the, him the right there. Works. He got him right there and backed mm-hmm. him all into the basketball <laughs> pad, into the back, into the court pad, into the back. So, yeah, that but, landed. But but nothing else did. Yeah, like I said, everybody's, you know, they don't want any punches to be thrown. They don't want anybody to be ejected. But, I mean, that's going to happen when you get into a tussle like that because you're getting close. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting close. Now I got to, you know, try to take your head off. And that's another thing. A lot of these players want to go for the head when they punch. Go for the gut. Back them off you. Get them off you. Because when you get that gut punch real quick to the stomach, to the solar plex, you're going you're gonna to get some wind knocked out in there and say, whew, wait a minute. Let me not do this. So, I mean, but I know at the heat yeah. of the moment, you want to go for the head, for go for the dome and try to knock them out. But uh, Ibaka got he suspended three games for that incident, and Marquise Chris got suspended one game for that. I, and I again, I don't agree with the Marquise suspension because I don't care what he said. Because right. trust I mean, me, for those of you who know me personally, I am the queen of trash talk. Mm-hmm. So it's a game. Trash talking comes in the game. You can't just get up and two things. You can't just fly up and try to hit me and choke me out. Just because I talked a little stuff. That's number one. Number two, if you right. do get up, try to choke me out, big as you are, you got to land one. I, my, something. something. My, you my, my nose rat. should be busted. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. be walking away giggling. Yeah. Boo, hiss, boo. You look silly. But then, like I was saying, it's, it goes back into a lot of people holding you back and trying to trying to pull you away from it. But you know, you still throw a punch. Something's got to land. Mm-hmm. Something's got to land. But yeah, the, Chris got suspended a game. And I think it was because it was a punch thrown. You yeah, know, but he was like, defending himself, though. What you supposed to do? Just regardless. sit there and take it? I'm not going to say that. But I would say, you know, the, NF, the NFL, NBA policy is you throw a punch, something Something's has to happen. happen. You, have, you have to, whether you defend yourself or not, you have to be suspended a game. I mean, I'm well, guessing that's what Silver is talking about. 
Well, that's our time, but I do real quick to the cowboy fan here. Just real quick. He didn't even know I'm going to ask him this. I just wanted to see his initial. <laughs> Maybe he do because he over there shaking his head already. How does it feel to lose your number one slot receiver? How you feeling right now? You feeling okay? You feeling okay? Yeah. Well, look, Cole Beasley, you know, he went to the Bills. That's another free agent, you know, uh, shakeup that happened. It's All cool. your sauce is gone. It's cool. No more. How is yeah, that cool? Because it's going to freeze up there in Buffalo. Okay, I'm not talking about what's going to happen to Cole. I'm talking about what's going to happen it's to you. Gonna you got to freeze up there in you Buffalo. You have a quarterback. So, I mean, okay. Who, okay, there, there's one more thing before we go. You have a, two more things. You have a quarterback whose efficiency beyond 15 yards is suspect. You need a dope slot receiver. That's number one. Number two, you got an old ass tight end coming back. That's got to be this Jason Witten comeback has got to be one of the worst comebacks of all time. I'm saying that before he even catches his first pass. I don't know if y'all remember, but how slow was he moving before he retired? What is this about? Third and five. You just told the defense is what you're going to do. You just told him what you're gonna do, bringing Witten back, because he's because he he's an excellent route runner. He can, and then there's another thing that nobody probably even knows about this, and Witten probably knows. And this is a Easter egg. You can't clean tight ends over the middle anymore, so he feels he has an advantage to take over and try to you know give the Cowboys a shot at some of these plays and some of these games. So well, I did there's, see there's something right there that he that he maybe knows something about. I did see a video of a turtle on a treadmill running fast. So I guess anything is possible. <laughs> but Timmy, tell well, everybody yeah. where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Timmy B. All right, you guys. And you can follow me on all things social media at JRayTheFanatic. Don't forget to check me out every single week on The Fumble and on After Buzz TV. My favorite show just ended the passage. But we will be back. We are going to be check doing The Order, which I'm not really sure what that show is about but we'll be there (laughs) doing it so make sure you follow me get in tune make sure you comment subscribe if you're watching us on youtube give us five stars if you're listening to us on itunes we love you we appreciate you we will talk to you guys next week and don't forget we always have your press pass